Welcome, kings and queens, to another episode of Unapologetic, your number one podcast. This is the show where kings and queens tell their legacies and on. So get ready for the gems to drop and pull up to the table because we're ready. people this Melly Mel aka Mr. Unapologetic right here on your number one podcast we have a very special guest my brother from another mother J. Michael Sergeant Tanner of the United States Air Force is in the building with us y'all and I can't wait to start with the questions because I have a lot to ask and I know y'all have a lot to lot of information y'all want to find out and that's what we're here to do how you doing, brother? Pretty good. Pretty man. good. Can't complain about yourself. Oh, man. I, I'm alive. I've been enjoying this beautiful sun. Uh, it's, it's a great... It's been 90 degrees for, what, what three, two, three days three now? Days, yeah. So I know you've been enjoying it, Absolutely. you know, especially uh, the car show that's going around in town in Muskegon. It's been beautiful seeing the old classic cars. I'm a big car fan myself. And... Uh, it's been it's been a beautiful beautiful road to 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 come out, especially all the stuff that's going on in the world today. Uh, and I want actually just want to bring it out to you. Thank you for your service. Appreciate it. Um, I couldn't have do it. You know, I know it's, it's people out there that we need to do it. He's one of y'all. I salute him to the fullest. Thank you. Uh, but to to start this off right, man. You being in the Air Force for how long? Uh, nine years. Nine years, man. Nine years is a long time. That's long dedication. Time. Absolutely. That's a marriage. Yeah. <laughs> you said yes to the to the to the whole ordeal. And it seems like you enjoying everything about the Air Force, I wanna say, because you know, being in there for nine years, most people get out a couple of years. Right. You know, you have that choice. But you yourself being from North Carolina, I wanna resume. Yep. Mm-hmm. Coming up north to help recruit and to give people uh, better insight of what it is to be in the Air Force. What is it that you that you are here for yourself to help sponsor and and project for to the to the locals? Um, really, I, I really just want to 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 tell or to get people to understand that there's a, there's another way, there's another opportunity because there's a lot of people. Uh, when in that age range that that we actually recruit yeah. that that go through life, you know, thinking that I, they have to do it one way or there's only a couple ways to <laughs> yeah, do it. Or that, you of know. course, yeah. So I'm, I'm just here to you know to show people that like that this is a legit opportunity that you can, you know you can capitalize off of. Wow. And so when you first started, this, this I want I want to get to your uh, opinion, your your lifestyle of how you started right. in the Air Force because I feel like that will help guide those who are thinking about it, but on the edge of now nah, I want to pull back because right. I heard of X, Y, and Z. Right. And so when you first began, how was how 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 was it for you? How did it go for you? So I started thinking about it while I was in college. Um, I played basketball in college, and there came a point where I realized playing professional ball overseas probably wasn't going to happen. So I started thinking about 
my next, you know, my next, my next path. And I knew to do what I wanted to do in what my degree was in, which was psychology, I needed at least my master's. Wow. Now, now I got to figure out how I'm going to get that paid for. Yeah. So I started thinking of different things. And the Air Force was one of the things that I thought about, well, the military in general. And then once I decided, okay, I want to do the military thing, then I started thinking about, you know, what branch would be best for me. So I started talking to different family members that I had that yeah, were yeah. that were serving. Um, and then I actually talked to a couple of different recruiters. And when it was all said and done, the Air Force was, was what was best was, for me. Was your, first, was your best pick for yes, yourself? Sir. So what you said family that was in the, in mm-hmm. the military. So what other branches are you uh, associated with in family wise? So I had uh, two cousins that served in the Air Force. One is currently uh, serving. I had one cousin that was that served in the Army, and then I had a cousin that served in the Marines as well. Wow! So you're pretty much the whole <laughs> the whole All the way around. Wow! And would you say that helped you? choose to get into the military as a whole as you know a little part of it absolutely because i knew i knew i could talk to to these people and i would get real answers i would get genuine answers i wouldn't Mm. get you know the cookie cutter response if i asked a specific question right right and that's a lot that's what i've been that's how what i grew up hearing cookie cutter responses like come to the military you don't have to pay for this you don't have to pay for that we'll take care of you right just be focused on your job right but when you when you start seeing the PT training and what you have to endure to get to the next level, mm-hmm. a lot of times people are like, like, you ain't for the yell at me for two hours in right. the sun, man. I'm right. hot and this is come on, you, you know. <laughs> so so for you to have that mental strength, how was it for you going into that type of environment? Um, I felt like I had, I felt like any, everything that I'd been through up to that point had prepared me for whatever I was going to encounter in basic. Like, cause that, you know, you, you hear the stories, like everybody has a basic training story about how basic was for them. So going in, I'm like, you know, everybody's nervous as you should be. Um, but I, I just, I was, I just knew that whatever I'd been through up to that point was probably as bad, if not worse, than what I was going to experience. So I just leaned on that. And you just took, put your head up I, high look, and just ran I'm, with it. Listen, I'm going. <laughs> I'm, I'm going in. And how long is basic training for, for the Air Force? Seven and a half weeks. So you have seven and a half weeks. And, and what what is all in those seven and a half weeks? What type of training would you say? So I you get your basic military training. Uh, you learn how to march. You learn how to handle a weapon. You learn how to disassemble a weapon. Um, wow. You okay. learn basic military techniques as far as um, shooting and uh, different positioning for shooting, stuff like that. Self-defense and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yep. Okay. Yep. So you be prepped after you leave this seven-week course. Absolutely. And is the is the Air Force, I want to say, has the longest or the shortest? We have the between shortest. The P- okay. We have the, the shortest. Why, why is that? Um, I think it's because of what we have to do to make sure our mission works. So mm. our mission is different from the Marines' mission or the Army mission or the Navy right, mission. Right. So we might not require the same type of training. But the goal is still the same. The goal is still the same. The oh, goal wow. is every go- the goal is the mission. That's it. Accomplish the mission. Man. Now, now how the the mission gets accomplished, that's different for each branch. So after basics, did you get into any type of uh, action? Like what type of uh job did you get into when you 
finally. So most people, to. before you go to basic, you know the job you're signing up to do. Mm. So we have 150 different career fields that you can wow. that you can choose from. Um, so my first job was uh, it was called command post. It was in the emergency management um, field. So okay, okay. I I equated to the Air Force's version of a police dispatch center. So we have Air like Force police, police. dispatch mm-hmm. dispatch center for yep. the Air Force. Absolutely. Okay, please, please elaborate. So on an Air Force base, you have everything that you would have in a regular city. You right. have police, you have firefighters, you've got a bank, you've got a gym, a swimming pool, a mall, whatever you think on you would need. On the base. On the base. You have all of that. So my job was when security forces, which is the Air Force police, when they yeah. would respond to a situation, they would call me and say, hey, sir. I'm going to X, Y, and Z to mm-hmm. handle this issue. And I say, okay. Then I hang up and then I notify people that should know that might not necessarily know because they're off doing other Whatever things. they do. Absolutely. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, so it's almost like you, it's like the White House in a way. Like you have to get, not say permission, but to let people know exactly where you're going mm-hmm. so there don't be no type of, you know, miscommunication of who's supposed to be off the base and who's not supposed yep. to be, correct? Correct. And you're the basically the bridge between those two mm-hmm. communication steps. Absolutely. Has there ever been a situation where you had to really show some force as being, you know, in that position? Um... It's not really a lot of force you can show over the phone, but um, but there, like there's been plenty of there's been plenty of situations where like you know security forces will go somewhere or they'll do something yeah. and forget to call us and mm. now and now I gotta bug you I gotta call you hey y'all were supposed to call us because right, 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 you know right. we have radios as well so we can hear you know different things that's going on so if I hear something wow. and you didn't tell me now right, I'm dispatch, now I'm gonna call right. you I'm yeah, like yo yeah. you were supposed to call me <laughs> so now I gotta be the bad guy wow how long were you in this position so I did this for eight years straight eight years straight I did that and you never thought about going to a different type of job oh 100% percent. percent. okay alright what was the, the, the jobs that popped in your head while during so, this time I, I really wanted to I wanted to go into mental health and we had we have a mental mm-hmm. health job. Um but the way the the job selection process worked back then, so let's say you came in and you wanted a specific job. You say, Hey, I want to do this job. Right, and as long right, as you qualify right. for it, you'll get it. But you have to wait until that job opens up. So I had okay. at the time I had graduated from college. Right. I was working two jobs and I was just waiting for this job to open up. Now, four or five months has gone by. Right. Now, everybody that I went to the that I went to get processed with, you know, they've already got their jobs. They going to basic training already, and I'm still waiting for my job. So finally, I got impatient, yeah. and I told my recruiter, hey, whatever job comes out next, <laughs> I, I, want want, I don't care what it is. <laughs> give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, just give it. <laughs> and that's how I ended up in that job. For real? Oh wow! And and during this time, you doing the command post thing. What 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 base are you at? What state? So my first base was um, Patrick Air Force Base in Florida. It's now called Patrick Space Force Base. Space. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. They, okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, I I was there for four years. While I was there for four years, I deployed to Kuwait for six months. 
Oh, wow. Yep. I bet that was fun, wasn't it? That was fun. It was? That, that, that was fun. <laughs> um, I did a year in Turkey, and then I did two and a half wow. years in Charleston. Char- Charleston? Charleston, South Carolina. Wow. Yep. Wow. So through all those uh, adventures, mm-hmm. I would call them adventures, what, what was the best one? I was probably Turkey. And it's crazy to say really? that because you can't... At the time, you couldn't leave the I was, base. I was going towards Kuwait, y'all. <laughs> like, like, Turkey? Turkey. Is it like a colder climate no. type of environment? No. 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 It's, it's, it's pretty hot most really? of the time. Okay. Um, and at the time, you couldn't leave the base. So I didn't get to see Turkey. Like, I didn't get to see all of like Turkey. Like a tourist. Right. I just okay. got to see the base. But what? everybody, you know, so everybody... So imagine, like, if... You couldn't leave Muskegon. Whoo! I go crazy. If you y'all. had to stay within the within the, the confines the of limits. Muskegon. Ah, nah, no. Nah. And you had to do this for how long? For a year. I did that for a year. Brother, you strong. But it was it was, <laughs> it was fun because everybody had to do it. Okay, so everybody was on base so ev- celebrating and right. try to do the best they can and not think about Absolutely. I'm stuck in this right. one environment right. for a year, yep. two years, or have a long. Wow, man. So is there any freedom <laughs> when you like finally uh change position? What did you ever get any free time? So you you get a you get a lot of free time. Um it's just like like I, I always tell people like and I don't know how it is with other branches, but for the Air Force, you know, mm-hmm. you, they always tell you your off time is your off time. So most jobs will work seven to four, eight to four, eight yeah, to five, right, nine right, to five, right, whatever it may five. be. Once you get off work, right. that's that's your time. You you know, as long as you're not doing anything illegal, you know, you do what you want with your time. <laughs> right. You, you go spend time with your and you don't have to live on base. Like most oh, people you, don't. Oh wow. When you, now when you start out, you live in basically what are considered college dorms. But once okay. you've been in three or four years, you know, you get the opportunity to live off base. So you can go get you an apartment or a house. Wow, but th- isn't there a certain now I know the military, so you can, is there a certain mileage you can't be away from the base, or is it a certain place you have to reside in the certain states? So, as far as living, like there, nobody's right. gonna tell you where you can't live, but at the same mm, time, you okay. work at this base, right? So obviously, like you, like anywhere else, like if you worked in Grand Rapids, like how far away from Grand Rapids are you gonna want to live? That's true. Okay, all right. Because I've been hearing like stories, you know, some people's like, man, I couldn't even go so and so many miles because right. of X, Y. I'm like, really? Right. It's not even that far. And, but now that you break it down like that, that makes sense because traffic, mm-hmm. uh, breakdowns, you know, stuff really just basic everyday things that right. happen to everyday people just happen. You're in a position where Regardless, you have to be at your post Absolutely. or your position when Absolutely. needed. Yep. All right, that's I, 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 that, that's what's up. That's what's up. There's no different. There's no different. No. Me telling my kids, you better be at school at Absolutely. this point of time. Absolutely, <laughs> y'all know it. We used to sneak out all the time. But hearing hearing that from you, like it gives me a different perspective of what I, uh, uh, my opinion on how the military, the Air Force, and uh, as a whole was right. because. I thought really you guys just really didn't do nothing as far as combat wise. Right. 
However, when it comes to certain fights, you guys are the the first people I will call for me backup. I need backup right. ASAP. Is that the sort of thing? You so guys it it, are? it it depends on the situation. Yeah. Um, there are specific jobs within the Air Force that are trained to you know to be the the first the first to hit the door, and then but and then everybody else is just trained to wow. be ready. So most people in the Air Force, um, when it comes to actual combat, yeah, yeah, like they have what I would consider like the basic knowledge. Like they know how to operate a weapon. Okay. Um, okay. They know how to put on chemical warfare gear, um, and that's just because on a day to day basis you're not in combat. You're doing your job. Right. So, it, would you say the Air Force is Really like the most laid the laid back type of branch, yeah. Or is it okay? Yeah. Okay, because it, I know y'all still y'all still got to do your job, do your parts. If not, you know the support wouldn't be there. Right. However, uh, when you talking about combat, special special type of combat, do mm-hmm. do these particular people train with other military yes. uh, personnel, yep. Marines, Navy mm-hmm. SEALs to help Absolutely. hone in on their skills? Absolutely. Oh wow! And so. Do you guys actually work with them or train these uh, other military branches so because really, of certain things I know y'all don't do right. as precise? It it really just depends on the job. Like we have we have career fields that train with other branches just because their mission may be similar. Um, oh, okay. And then we also have we have bases that are owned by another branch. Right, but right, we just right. work there, so we work with them in that capacity as well. Okay, cool. Because a lot of times, but it's like seeing cat and mouse. Y'all have <laughs> y'all little bakery wars and right. stuff like that, which right. is fun. I mean, it keeps it exciting. You know, everybody don't want to think about I'm finna go to war every day, all day. Absolutely. So you got to keep you know break the ice, right. so to speak. What are like some of the 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 fun times you having that type of uh, relationship with another branch, uh, water fights or something like I've been seeing like YouTube videos like certain uh, personnel how water fights right. and stuff in the barracks and stuff. Um, is that is that intramural like that? Intramural sports. Intramural. So okay. um, when I was in Kuwait, um, intramural basketball came around, and in Kuwait, like half of the base was Marines. And so naturally, when intramural basketball season came around, you know, the intramural, uh, Marines, they had their own teams. Air Force had our, we had our own teams and like we played them and I took pride in beating the Marines <laughs> team. And that, that was fun to me. So, right, you know, right, so right. for the rest of that year, like you can't. You can't say I, I don't want to hear chair force because right. we, we waxed y'all. So chair force, that's what that, they call it. The chair force. Mm-hmm. And plus you 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 hooped, like mm-hmm. basketball. What what right. college? What uh, college? Brevard College in North Carolina. Oh wow. So point D2. guard. Point guard. Ooh. Point so guard. you was saucy on that one. Oh man. nice. <laughs> nice. Still nice. Still nice. Oh man, I love it. I love it. So all right. Now I'm gonna switch up the questions a little bit. I want to, I want to get down to the nitty gritty information because a lot of locals that I've asked, you know, uh, around town, friends, family, um, wanted to hear like what's your, what 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 were their intakes on the, the Air Force? Like how do you guys perceive the Air Force as the military? And a lot of times people say, well. 
they're just button pushers. Well, they don't really do nothing. Well, uh, I talked to a gentleman who believes that, you know, they're, you guys are the brain of the operation. Mm -hmm. Do you see, do, is that really what it is? As you break down the branches as of who's first, who's second, who's third. Right. So I, I always say it's, we're just, we're different. So a lot of people, when a lot of people think military, they think of shooting. They think of yeah, you know bombs, combat, yeah. and that's just that's not the case for for everybody. Um, and that's not to say that you know we don't do anything. We we do our jobs. Right, Whereas right, right. another branch, they might do more of the combat and a, less of their actual job. Mm. Wow. So you can go in for a job, particularly, mm -hmm. but having Depending on the situations that's going on, right. they can pick you up and place you where, where it's needed. Absolutely. In, in other words, absolutely, and that's oh, generally wow. how it works. Right. Um, when you like, when you leave basic training, you go to what's called tech school, which is where you learn how to do that specific job. So basic is where you learn how to become a military. That's where you become a military member. Like you learn the military. Right. Tech school is where you learn how to do that job. So if I came in to be and and, uh, an aircraft mechanic. Right. When I yeah, leave yeah, basic, yeah. I'm going to school to learn how to operate, how to work on, how to fix airplanes. Or helicopters or whatever Whatever else. it is. I'm going to school wow. to learn how to do that. And then I go to what's called my first duty station. That's where they send you first. Um, at some point during basic, you make what's called a dream sheet, which is basically you saying, okay, I would like to go to these places. Yeah. You can put places that are stateside. You can put places that are overseas. Right. And the Air Force, like when it's all said and done, the Air Force, they do the best they can to put you somewhere within the vicinity of one of those places. Now, it could be your, it could be your first one or near your first yeah. one, or it could be your last one or somewhere near your last one. But that's crazy. I never knew they really pay attention to, Absolutely. to that, yep. to help, you know, mm -hmm. whatever benefits you wanted to have right. and experiences. Wow, that's, that's dope. So I Absolutely. like that. Yeah, I, like I mean, that. because they, like they understand that, you know, you are you're basically committing for six years of your life to the Air Force. So at the very least, right. we'll, you know, they look at it like at the least we can do is try to put you somewhere you want to be. Oh, my gosh. So you you're you're from North Carolina. correct? Mm -hmm. uh, what brought you all the way to Muskegon, Michigan? So uh, when I was two. My mom decided she didn't want to be in North Carolina anymore, so she moved to Benton Harbor, Michigan, where we had family. Um, and I lived there until I was 15, then we moved back to North Carolina. So when it came time for me to pick places that I wanted to be for recruiting, my first 20, 25, 30 were all down south. I wanted to be down south because that's what I knew. Um, but so after, we're hot. Huh? Yeah. yeah. So, but after that, it was like, you know, it was places that I didn't know, but I knew of Michigan. Mm. And it was like two or three Michigan locations. It was uh, Muskegon uh, and Battle Creek. Okay. And I listed both of those because, like, I, I know Michigan. I've lived in Michigan before. So I was like, mm. okay, I kind of know those. And I didn't, think I, would get, I didn't think I would get Michigan. I thought I would get somewhere down south. Uh, but I I got I got mosquitoes. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I'm happy that you came here. Um, so during this this transition, moving up here, mm -hmm. getting used to the, you know the locals, 
was there a hard transition for you? Yes. Um, the winter. Mm. I, I hadn't experienced snow since Ooh. I was like 14, 15 years old. Oh, man. So that was that was different. <laughs> that was, that was, that was I, different. Wasn't, I wasn't for you. Ah, it, it, was, it was different. It was it was, it was different. It was a little tough. Give, give it, it a little it was. tough for the skin. It was. And it's a... It's a, you know, as a kid, you know, you just, all you know is you playing in the snow. That's yeah. all you know about. As an adult, you know, you got to shovel it. You, you got to drive it. You got to drive it, man. Yeah, oh, man, was man the responsibilities. All, man, I was sliding all over the ski in my Camaro. Oh, yeah. Then you got the sports car yeah. in the snow. Oh, man, yeah. But I, it's, it's great to hear that, uh, that even though you know the you didn't really expect anything from it like what to expect right. you still tried you Absolutely. still gave gave it all to actually come up here and uh a lot of times i've talked to military people like man i can't do the cold right like they they let you know like nah i'm not going up north you know right. <laughs> unless i station or somebody tell me i have to go right. right so they hear somebody that's that's from the South that wanted to come and experience zero degree weather and stuff right. like that. But at the same time, you see the potential, I feel like, in, in the environment, in the town that you're residing in. Absolutely. And uh, I've been seeing you everywhere, man. I'm talking about Pathfinders, Boys and Girls Club organizations. So it's, it, it's beautiful to actually see that in our local uh, communities right. from a from another black man because Absolutely. that is something that we don't see, you know, every day. Not saying the military is, you know, trying to segregate anything of right. that statue, right. but we do need to see more of us within these positions. Absolutely. Do you feel like that is a, a real big plus within the military to finally get, you know, more minorities right. in these particular positions? Um, I think it's been, it's definitely important for me. Um, I can't speak for anybody else, but I didn't, you know, I didn't have anybody coming to me when I was in school telling me what a great opportunity the Air Force was. Wow. So to okay. be in this position now and to go to a school like Muskegon or Muskegon Heights and be able to talk to people that look like me right, right. and say, hey, you know, like I, there's something else you can do. It doesn't have to be a scholarship to play football. It doesn't have to be a basketball scholarship. Right. You can actually use your intellect Absolutely. to actually get far in life. Man, that's a big jump right there. And uh, how was it with, How was it for you to actually, um, I want to say, get yourself out there? And was it a difficult time? You know, because you're, right. you're far away from home. And a lot of times, most people think military, you move a lot, you're used to it, but that's right. not so so the case. You right. know, people get homesick. Absolutely. People feel like, and did I really make the right choice? Did right. you ever have that type of doubts or something? Absolutely. I mean, you initially, everybody has that thought because the worst part is, is basic because you're taken away from everything you know, everybody you know. Mm. You're in a brand new environment with brand new people and all you have to depend on where you think all you have to depend on is you, but you you know you grow to to know the people that are, that are in your flight at basic, and then you build a bond with them, and then seven and a half weeks later you graduate, right. and now you go to tech school in a brand new environment, and right. you meet new people in your class, and you build bonds with them, and then you leave that and you go to your first duty station, and you meet your coworkers, and you build bonds with them, and then a couple years later you move to another duty station, <laughs> and it just repeats itself. Right, so you, right. You know you just kind of you learn and adapt. Mm. And 
During this time, you, do you do you remember the friendships? Do you Absolutely. have communication still? One hundred percent. Because a lot of times, you know, when you're in the military, you know, if you're jo- welcome to join, coming to join it, most people would be like, uh, "I probably won't see you again." Or, right. You know, this, that, and the third. So, is there a way to that you can always have that close friendship? Right. And and that's that's important. I feel like that that way of communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, People uh, interacting as a whole right. is something that I feel like we all just yearn for. Even if you don't like talking to people, you still have to communicate. Absolutely. So it's, it's nice to hear that, you know, from somebody that's really been experienced and have been moving and adapting right. for almost 10 years. So just a few questions here I have for you because I, I, I want to get down to the nid and gritty about it. Actually, I'm going to switch it up. Um You've been in the, in the in the Air Force in particular, just to be specific. Excuse me, nine years, ten years, so to speak. Yep. What is the what is the future that you see yourself in as being in the Air Force? Because a lot of a lot of times, kids, you know, before they want to join, right. they want to know what's the end game. Like, I'm not going to be in this forever. Right. And so, how is it that I can transition out of my career choice? Mm-hmm. You know, retirement. Right. That's always something to talk about. Right. So what is that for you? As, as so the goal is to make it to retirement. Um, you can retire at at 20 years. Wow, um, really? There, there are situations where you can retire a couple years earlier. Some people at like 15, some people can retire at 17. It really just depends on the situation. Um, but I'd like to make it to retirement. Um, but I'm not banking on it. Um, mm. I told myself, like I always tell myself, like I'll do it as long as, as I'm enjoying it, as long as I can tolerate it. I don't want to be the guy doing it just to collect a paycheck. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's deep right there. Because you enjoy what you do. Absolutely. As a whole. So right. it's, 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 it's almost like if you, you got to have the passion for it. You got to mm-hmm. be willing to sacrifice. Absolutely. And so um, for a new recruit, let's say I'm a new recruit, what would, what would be some of the Five, can you give me five type of advice, five type tier advices that will help me, you know, join or while I'm in here, mm-hmm. improve myself right. in, in the Air Force? Okay. Um, I always say find out what moves you because that's what's going to help me. That's what's going to help me tell you what it is you're joining for. Mm. And a lot of people don't know that. Wow. Um, I knew off rip, and, and I always use that example when people come in, and I, I'll ask them, you know, why are you here? Right. And, and they'll say, oh, I want to serve my country. I don't want that. I want you to tell, there's a reason, like you could serve your country, there's a million ways you could serve your country, but there's a reason you came into the Air Force office. Mm-hmm. My reason was I knew that if I could do four years, I could get my master's degree paid for. Right. Period. And that was that was enough for me. That was that was, that was all I needed. That, that I was, feel that about was, that. That was all I That's needed. A big and, I, and I knew that. Yeah. And and I wasn't you know I wasn't shy about telling my recruiter that like that was that's my goal. Right. Um. I wasn't the guy that came in wanting to do twenty. I was just like I want to get my master's paid for. And he was like, okay, we can do that. And so he was I, like open book about it. Yeah. He was like, okay. yeah. He was like, this is the you know this is how you go about it. This is what we give you. And you just got to commit to four years, and that was that was all it took for me. It wasn't you know it wasn't that deep for me. 
wow, and four years turned to nine. Four so years turned to nine, so, exactly. So, in doing so, did you complete your master's? or No, uh, because uh, like it was like every time I got to the point where I wanted to start again, life. Yeah. You know, life comes out of nowhere. Um, at one point, I was married. Um, so, obviously, you know, family life comes into play. Of course. I deployed to mm. Kuwait. Which you know that takes you away from your regular duty station, right? Puts you in a, whole a different war zone, environment. yeah. And you know that's you're only there for six months. Then you go back to your duty station, and then every couple of years you're moving to another location. So it's like wow. every time you know it's it's a struggle. Yeah, it's a struggle. So I could anybody that's able to to you know be full time active duty military right. and complete any type of schooling, I commend them for it because it's hard. Wow, because I would think like. Something like that, especially because you're in the military, mm-hmm. there will be like online classes. There are. Or something so you can take it with you while you go overseas or whatnot. Absolutely. So, 100%. So I will say, like, it's, it, it's, it's partly me, just me not wanting to <laughs> or not having that drive. Like, you know, right. because like you, when you get so invested in, in, one, in one path, like, you kind of just put everything else on the back burner. So once I got to the point where, you know, I was like, okay, I don't want to do command post anymore. Right, now, right, right. all my efforts are geared towards getting out of command post. Mm. So school, all right, I can get to school. School's always going to be there. But I got this is my window to get out of command post. Wow, okay. And I see that happening. Because I, I see that happening actually with me, too. Because be, I'm not for to keep jumping around and y'all want me to sit here and try to study for for a test. No darn well I'm not ready for right. this test yet, man. I don't like it. So I, I actually I applaud you for actually trying and actually being in positions where you you gave your best shot. You right. don't really hear that. You right. know, people give up fast. Right. Especially nowadays. You know, instant gratification is something that uh, our society now tends to grasp for mm-hmm. instead of the hard work and the patience and the right. understanding the craft to get to wherever you want to get to. Right. And so you taking, you know, the leap of faith, and then after you only thinking what four years ended up being nine plus. Right. It's it's, it's it tells a lot and it shows a lot. Like it, it groomed you to be. A world class leader, absolutely. In a way, would you would you agree with that? Oh, one hundred percent. So with with all that being said, uh, sergeant is your title, correct? Correct. It's staff correct. sergeant. Excuse me, staff sergeant. Yes, sir. So what is the next level that are you looking forward to, or is this it for you? Uh, so once you get to uh, staff sergeant, that's like the first rank that you make that you actually have to start testing for. So you actually take a, a test. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basically, like, your results on that test, how well you do on that test combined yeah. with um, what you've done performance-wise, yeah. all that together, you know, determines whether or not you make the next rank. Wow. So it doesn't go by, like, uh, mission completions or job completions. It, so so all like, that goes into it, but, it, like, what did you do? To complete the mission, like what was your part? Mm, so that all of that is, is okay. So it's like a performance event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, wow. So every so year you gotta you be in your P's and Q's all times. If you want to make it up, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how does how do how is it keep kept tracked because of all the transitions and mm-hmm. and jobs and uh, COs that you probably come into that right. you have to remember or know, respect as you go along. Right. How 
how is that, um, how, excuse me, does that help you in the transition to the next level? Do they teach you the certain things that you may not know that you need to do right before you get to the absolutely mm. so as a as a young airman you know they teach you to kind of keep track of things that you do for when it comes time for for them to make award packages for you or uh for them to write you know performance evaluation bullets for right, you right 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 so you know you get to the point where you're writing the bullets and then you know your boss He's been writing them for years, so wow. you send them to him, and then he looks at them, and he critiques them, and then he'll send them to his boss, and his boss will look it over, and so on and so forth. Until they come up with, this is perfect. Right, this is perfect. This, this is what is we perfect, need. Right. Okay. This is the perfect package for you. And then you, they send it back down. You sign it. You say, okay, this is this looks good. Wow. What's what's the highest rank that you ever, uh, in, in, your, in the Air Force, have you ever came across? Like, you have to really be on, yes, sir, yes, sir, mode, uh, <laughs> should I say. A, uh, a four-star general. Four-star. Four-star wow. general. It and that's, that's like a, to, like that's a, a totally different size. So the average person is going to be enlisted. Most people will be enlisted for their entire careers. Officer is kind of like the, the managerial positions, and that's, okay. that's a totally different rank structure. Right, right, right. Wow, four star general. Okay, so yeah, that's like, the top like of the that's top. the top of the top yeah. right there. Oh man, three and three. Absolutely. I'm thinking about Major Payne mm-hmm. so hard when I think about that. It's oh man, man, it's that's incredible. Like the the stories that you've just told me, and and the hearing the the travels, hearing the decisions that helped you guide yourself into being a recruiter, staff sergeant. Um, what is the the number? What is one of the things that I, I want to say? How can I say it? What is the one of the things that you will always remember about being in the Air Force that you will carry with you forever? Mm, the one thing. Yeah, it's a little tough there. Um, <laughs> they preach it a lot, and you hear it a lot throughout your Air Force career. Resilience. Um, and that's because of how much you go through throughout your Air Force career. So, like, in four years, like, there's just no telling how much you can go through as a person, not just as, a, as an Air Force individual, like, right, as right. a person. So imagine being 18 years old. Okay. You're sent away okay. to a foreign country. Right, right. Now, mind you, you just graduated high school. Last year, you... You know, you was making beats on the on the lunch table. <laughs> now you're a full fledged adult, making your own money, yeah. responsible for your own decisions and your own actions. Right. You're in a country where the legal drinking age is 18. Wow. You're hanging out with people that are in their mid 20s, early 30s. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole different world right that's there. That's a whole different yeah. world. Hey, you made me sit back and chill a little bit. So. And, so and I know you that. see that a lot. Absolutely. You see it all the time. And then having to navigate through all of that. Now, that's just social life. Having to navigate through that and then having to navigate through being the brand new guy, the youngest guy at your, in your office, learning this job and trying to become proficient in this job. And then 
you get sent to another place a couple years later when you feel, you feel like you've got the job figured out, you got the place figured out. I know where I'm supposed to go. I know where I'm at. I know where everything I need is. Now right. they send you somewhere else, and you got to do it all over again. And mm. this happens for four or six years. Dang, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. So the resilience that I've learned and, you know, just adjusted to throughout my, my nine-year career, mm-hmm. I think that's probably the biggest thing for me. That, wow. Because you, you experience a lot. Yeah. And you that's just that's you. the military. Yeah. Not to mention your family back home might right. be going your through stuff. Right, your personal backlash, you know, back in the head, you still got to be focused while... You know, something, deaths, you know, anger, that, all that. You got, you know, you got your, your mama back home, your parents right. are going through it, your your, your siblings, your aunts, you know, you, there's still real life stuff back right. home. exactly. You know, that you that you can only do so much for, that uh, you still have to think about. And that's a lot of things that you tell the recruits as you Absolutely. talk to them and stuff. Make sure they're, they, understand they understand what yep. they're getting into, what they're Absolutely. signing up for. Absolutely. Wow, since you've been in Muskegon locally, how, how has it been for you for the recruiting aspect? Like, how has it been? Have you been meeting a lot of great people? Have you had a you know recruiting mm-hmm. that recruits that you like? Wow, man, you you just ready for it? Like, right? Have you experienced that yet? Absolutely, I've met a, I've met a ton of people. Um, as far as like actually recruiting, uh, it's really been it's it's been a roller coaster. Um, we call it peaks and valleys. Mm. There's, there's like really high highs and really low lows. Right, right. Um, just because of the way that it goes. Like, you know, as a recruiter, your your seniors, are, like your your high school students, are like, like that's your, your market pretty much. Um, so throughout the school year, that's, you know, you kind of want to work those. Right. Or your seniors, because those are the ones, that's, that, that's, that's your bread the bread runner. Okay. So... You got to get as many of those as you can before the school year ends, before they decide whether they want to go to college, go to work, right. or join the military. So then, after you dis- like, they make their decision. In the wintertime, nobody's going anywhere because <laughs> you got all the pe- you got all your seniors from the previous year. Right. The ones you didn't get either went to work or went to college. The okay. ones that went to college aren't gonna want to move. Until they've at least gone don't gone through the first semester and realize school isn't for them, or they True. don't like school. True. Wow, so you man, kinda, so that yeah. Wow, because I thought it was usually you know people come in, you have the you know, a lot of times you see the military putting a lot of wall uh, pictures on there telling mm-hmm. who they recruited. Right. What is the things that you do to to help signify that brotherhood? Welcome to the Air Force. Okay, so um, when I was in college, uh, my school we won uh, we won a championship. Mm-hmm. It's the only championship in that school's history as a Division two school, uh, and I got the banner. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you, and I got the banner hanging up in the office. Um, so when when a recruit is about to leave for basic training, I have them sign that banner because I'm a, I'm gonna keep that banner for the rest of my life. Right. And then I have um, a pink basketball. So my fl- the flight of recruiters that I'm in, we're called F-Flight. And so our mascot is a flamingo. So, mm. like, we've embraced this whole pink flamingo thing. So <laughs> I got a pink ball. So when, you know, when they're about to a leave. Flamingo. A flamingo. That's our mascot. 
That's our mascot. So I never knew that, yeah. man. I never yeah. seen a flamingo mascot. 100%. Not yet. That's the first one for 100%. me. We are the flamingos, man. But to win what division two, mm-hmm. man, that that's a feat. Oh yeah, that's a feat. Yeah. Congratulations again, and coming. For me, just me and you, you know, we've been talking for months. Right. Man, I, I've I've grown from talking to you, hearing like the 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 sureness in your voice, the hearing seeing you everywhere. Like I'm running to you in certain programs. And right. I'm like, man, is that? Oh, what's up, sir? Right. How you doing? It's like, yeah, man, I'm here talking to the kids and stuff, and that's a beautiful, beautiful thing, and I feel like that is what set what makes you different from. The rest, right? Because you're not just in one particular region or area. You everywhere. Right. You in North Muskegon. You at downtown Muskegon. You, I think I seen you in Grand Havens one time. I'm, I'm, I'm like, man, you're everywhere, and I like, I, I be bragging like, I figure I'd interview him real soon. Right. I tell my my granddad, interview brother real soon. I can't wait to talk to Absolutely. him. Absolutely, because he's 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 doing what he's speaking about. Absolutely, and so that. That right there says a lot about, you know, your character and what the Air Force have, you know, helped mold you to be. Absolutely. As well as coming from your background, right. your family and friends and whatnot. And so all that shaped, you know, a person I feel like will be an honor to follow right. within that particular rank. Man, Absolutely. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, for sure. And so um, where are you located? What can these beautiful-minded, strong-minded young people come to, you know, just just to hear you talk and express yourself about the Air Force? So uh, my office is 1795 East Sherman Boulevard. Okay. Um, I'm in the same plaza as the Walmart and the Staples. Okay. Um, you can also reach me by phone, uh, 231-206-8027. I'm also on Facebook. Instagram. Dang. Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm all over it. I'm you got all a little over. Twitter? You got a Twitter, too? I don't have a Twitter. I haven't had a Twitter in years. <laughs> I haven't had a Twitter. I'm, I'm not big on Twitter. Not, not big? Okay. No, nah, nah, I get Twitter's Twitter. hot. I'm, Twitter's becoming it's, the biggest come out, like it, biggest it, thing it, it now. It is. I'm, 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 I'm old. <laughs> I'm, I'm old, so I can't even... I don't even know how to navigate Twitter. <laughs> well, I thank you, brother. All the same. Thank you all for tuning in on Unapologetic, your number one podcast. And also, I got to get a shout out to my brother, ZG Studio, Zoe in the background, on the ones and twos and everything, man. I love my brother. So make sure you tune in and tap in all the information about uh, Sergeant Tanner, about the United States Air Force will be on the description below. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And please leave a comment. If you have any questions that you don't feel comfortable uh asking him personally you can hit us up and we can see if we can answer some questions getting back to you for him so don't be afraid make sure y'all tune in tap in and thank you for joining us once again on unapologetic your number one podcast thank you sergeant i appreciate it man your time and your service always it's a pleasure i appreciate it yes oh man